Greetings. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and I'm your host for these Bible study podcasts. Today, we are continuing with our studies on the key principles of Bible study. There is a booklet of this title, which can be downloaded from our podcast page at biblestudy.asbzone.com. Our primary Bible verse for this series, and indeed for the podcast, is 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Most people know that Bible study is essential to the Christian experience, and many people realize that without prayer, Bible study is futile and unproductive. But there are other principles besides these, and not all of them are well known or well understood. Our goal in this broadcast is to present these principles for your review and study so that you will have a richer and more complete experience in your personal Bible studies, which will lead you to becoming just like the Bereans of Acts 17, 10, and 11. Before we begin our study together, let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege of coming together like this. We invite your presence to be with us, and we ask you to please keep the enemy at bay and help that everything will go smoothly and that your Holy Spirit will give us wisdom and understanding that we will rightly divide your words of truth. May the words that I speak be in accordance with your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, we're going to study the scriptures are inspired by God. And as a reminder, all of the verses that we read will be from the King James Version. The scriptures are inspired by God. Some of these principles you may know, it's not all of them that are going to be strange or complex, but they are principles that we need to keep in mind so that doubt and misunderstandings don't intrude. Second Timothy three sixteen and 17 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So the scriptures are inspired by God and they're given to us for specific reasons. Now, some of these verses we looked at previously, but it is still important for this principle. Second Peter 1, 21 says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. All right? So when people say, oh, the Bible was put together by men, sure, if you don't ignore the fact that these were men who were inspired by God, not just men putting down whatever they wanted to put down. Jeremiah 30, verses 1 and 2 says, The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Thus speaketh the Lord God of Israel, saying, Write thee all the words that I have spoken unto thee in a book. All right, so that's what God instructed Jeremiah in the writings that he provided during his ministry. The Lord said, All the things that I spoke to you, all the words I've spoken unto you, write them in a book. Matthew 4, 4. This is Jesus speaking. But he answered and said, It is written, 
Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's what Jesus is in the wilderness during his wilderness temptation, and he's quoting the scripture. He's actually quoting the books of Moses. Revelation 1, 1 and 2. Remember, we're speaking about the scriptures are inspired by God. Revelation 1, 1 and 2. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all the things that he saw. Now this quote from Revelation is very specific to the book of Revelation, but the principles there are true in large part for the Bible itself. The entire Bible is a revelation of God to us, and it's a revelation of Christ. Right In John 5, 39, Jesus was telling the Pharisees, you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, but they are they which testify of me. So the scriptures all testify of Christ. They're all inspired by God. And here we see that the revelation of Jesus Christ is given by God, by the Father, to the Son, who gives it to his servants and sends it with an angel for some of the explanation. And the, the particular uh, recipient of the revelation of Jesus Christ was John on the island of Patmos, and he wrote it down for the rest of us. So we are told that all scripture is given by inspiration, not just some of it. The written word of God has been given to us for the purpose of our eternal salvation, and thus it contains everything we need to accept Jesus Christ and to live godly lives by the power of God's Holy Spirit. Now, there are other things that God could have put, but he didn't. Right there, The Bible contains everything that is necessary. It doesn't contain everything that could have ever been written. John makes that, that point clear where he says that if everything that Jesus did in his earthly ministry was captured in a book, the earth itself might not be able to contain all the books that could be written. So the Bible is not exhaustive in the sense of capturing every moment of every person's life, but it is exhaustive in the sense of having everything that is essential for man, each man, woman, boy, girl, to be able to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and be saved. Because of how critical the scriptures are to us, God not only went through a great deal of work to inspire those who would write down the great truths and instructions it contains, but he has gone through a great effort to preserve his word from the constant and determined attacks of his enemy throughout the ages of earth's history. Persecution, corruption, false teaching, and other means have been used in an attempt to silence and undermine the word of God, but its testimony continues to stand fast and sure. Not even the power exerted during the Dark Ages, during the 1260 years of papal supremacy, even that power for that length of time was not able to completely shut God's word from view. Over the course of approximately 1,600 years, 
God inspired many men to convey the essential truths that he wanted us to have. These men possessed different skills, education, backgrounds, experience, and writing styles, and personalities. Yet God inspired their thoughts so that they could present his precepts, instruction, and reproof to us across the barriers of language, culture, and time. The Bible contains the thoughts and ideas that God desired for us to have expressed in the language of human beings. It is the writers that were inspired by God who then converted their inspired thoughts to words. Because it was the men and their thoughts that were inspired, God's word can survive being translated into whatever language is needed to reach men who are in need of salvation. Indeed, Jesus himself in his earthly ministry, along with all of the New Testament believers, relied on the Septuagint for their Bible, which is the Greek translation of the Hebrew Old Testament. Right? So while we favor the King James Version for a variety of reasons, some sentimental, but, but many the, based on the, um, the original manuscripts that were used for its translation is, is the more uh, important reason. Uh, we're, not, we're not so hung up on, oh my, a translation, right? Because the Bible was written originally in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. And we don't, we're not fluent, we're not conversant in those. Okay, we, we have tools that allow us to understand those languages and, and to um, be able to get definitions and, and see the relationships and know which words were used for, for different verses, but those are not my native tongue anyway. So we're not suggesting that translating the Bible is a problem. And we're not suggesting that the replacement of words is a problem. Right? God inspired people who then wrote down the words. They conveyed their inspired thoughts into words. And those words are important to us. Okay? So don't don't get too hung up on word specifics because otherwise we'd never be able to get translations and we'd all have to learn Greek or Hebrew or both actually in order to benefit. And the fact that all of the, the writers of the New Testament did not speak Hebrew indicates that that was not a barrier. While some translations are much better than others for deep Bible study, and you are highly encouraged to make use of translations that do not water down the divinity of God or undermine the fullness of the plan of salvation. God's protection of his word means that it is possible to see Jesus and his ministry for us in any version of the Bible we are able to obtain to begin our studies. As we grow, we will likely find that our attention to Bible translations will also increase. The last section of our resource of the key principles of Bible study, that last section contains resources that will help you evaluate the different Bible translations. So you can go there and look and see, um, you know, a lot of people like translations that are in easy English for English speakers, obviously. Um, and, and there's value to be had there. 
Uh, one of the things we really like about the King James is the consistency of the translation in terms of the phraseology is often the same wherever similar phrases appear in the Hebrew and the Greek. This allows you to see more clearly when distinct patterns are are placed in, in passages. You can tell when people are quoting another passage, even though they don't directly reference it, when they simply allude to it. You can see based on the language, the, quote, the quotes that are there. And especially for things like prophecy, where the way in which something is said has particular bearing on how it should be understood, uh, we find that the King James Version, based on the manuscripts, and based on the way in which the translation was done, it it makes that kind of study easier. Yes, the English is a little bit harder. Uh, we grew up with it, so it's it's not that big of a deal for me. I can talk rather fluently in Old English, um, but that that point aside, you know, you can study, you can use whatever Bible you want for your personal devotions. But when you're doing deep study, consider. Uh, the resource that we have at the back there that will help you to understand why certain translations are better or worse for deep Bible study. Okay, the scriptures are inspired by God, and we want you to remember that as you go through and you see things that are strange, you see you see messages that may not fit the um, what are, are considered the norms of today. Remember, the scriptures are inspired by God. This is not because some people decided to do something. Always bear that in mind as you study, and you'll be less likely to be led off track. Thanks for taking time to study with us today. We encourage you to prayerfully review the booklet in conjunction with this recording. And if you are obtaining any blessing from this, please share with friends, neighbors, etc. Let's close our study with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you again that we have an opportunity to go through these in short order. We thank you, Lord, that we can study your word, that we can record it, that you have chosen to provide us with instruction from your mind through human mouths and pens in order that we might know what your will is for our lives. Please bless us, help us as we study, that we will apply these principles uh, cumulatively, realizing that they add one upon another, and that when all is said and done, we will have a closer relationship with you. These and other mercies we ask, in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening in, and if you have any questions, be sure to send them to BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com and we will do our best, by God's grace, to provide you with biblical answers to those questions. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you study His Word.